going to keep on rolling. This is number three of the day, number 10 from ETH Denver for Masari's unqualified opinions, experiments uh, on Periscope. My uh, next victim, I guess, next guest, <laughs> uh, Felix Feng from Set Protocol, uh, actually introducing a really cool new uh, smart contract based index product uh, this weekend uh, here at, at ETH Denver. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, set protocol in general, and, and maybe get into some, uh, some, some questions on reference data and, and how we can actually get reliable uh, inputs to, to power some of these applications. Um, but for starters, Felix, thanks for joining, uh, and, uh, and tell us a little bit about set protocol. Sweet. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to be on uh, number three victim. Um, set protocol, you know, as many people know from reading the white paper or the work we've been doing the past year has been uh, a standard for tokenized baskets. Uh, essentially, you can put together five different tokens uh, into one and something like an index fund token or an ETF token. Um, as we've been building out the technology, uh, we've been building out uh, something called rebalancing, which is the trustless reallocation of the weights of those tokens, we've realized that you can do so much more with it. And the latest iteration of what we're working on is essentially trustless uh, portfolio management uh, of your crypto as a token. So you can employ uh, you know, smart strategies that investors use, such as asset allocation and rebalancing, you know, as simple as buying an ERC-20 token. So an example of which is you can buy like an index token that rebalances on a monthly basis. Uh, you can buy, you can employ a strategy such as buying the dip. Uh, as the price of Ether goes down, you accumulate more and more Ether. Or do dollar cost averaging uh, using our, our sets. And, and so which parameters are available now for people to play with? Because hypothetically, you could create infinite parameters and, and logic to help rebalance a portfolio with, with this kind of smart trading strategy based on things that you preset and then completely forget about. Um, so that's exciting. Where are we now, and, and, and what can you actually include in, in some of the early parameters for these sets? Yeah. So initially, the first set that we have live, uh, we've actually put on mainnet, um, our test version of mainnet. We'll be taking it down uh, when we go do go live. Um, is made of Bitcoin and Ether. Mm -hmm. uh, we use Wrap Bitcoin uh, for the Bitcoin component of it and wrapped ether. And right now, it's set at 50% Bitcoin of value and 50% ether, rebalanced monthly. And you can set the different allocations that you want. So you can make it 80% Bitcoin, 20%. You can set the rebalance intervals. So you can make it rebalance every day, every week, every month, every year. Um, and right now, we're, only, we're supporting any asset that has a price oracle, like a price oracle associated with it. So with Bitcoin USD, we're actually using Ether and USD uh, MakerDAO's like ETH USD uh, Medianizer Oracle, uh, and we're also uh, you know working with them you know secretly to build a Bitcoin uh, USD Oracle as well. Well, it's not so secret. Not so secret anymore. Secret. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you guys think about pricing uh, data and, and, and Oracle services in general? Because for something like this to work, you need external outputs. Uh, or sorry, external inputs to uh, actually power some of the logic and, and um, when one of these uh, baskets rebalances, it's, it's not doing so necessarily strictly from on-chain data. It could be a variety of, of, of 
things that are coming from either on-chain or, or, or off-chain um, providers. Which Oracle services do you guys need to build yourselves versus where are you delegating out uh, some of that functionality? You mentioned Maker is one instance, but that's just a very narrow use case. Um, where, where else are you going to need to uh, source reference data? Um, and, and will users be able to pick their own reference data sources, or is that something that you kind of organize by default for them at this point? Absolutely. That's a great question. Uh, initially, uh, Imaginably, you can perform trades or rebalances based on any type of uh, data. Uh, you know, initially, it's price data from uh, MakerDAO. It, they have a semi-decentralized way of doing that that we that we trust as of now. But imaginably, if we wanted to do something like a market cap weighted rebalance, we'd want something like market cap data or supply data of like Bitcoin and Ether, which you know isn't available on chain yet. So. Earlier we can get that type of data on chain. The earlier we can incorporate that, uh, we can consider using data sources like Augur, like the results of prediction uh, uh, market outcomes to make investment or trading decisions. Um, or we can use anything that is on a smart contract uh, at the moment. So use like you, know, you can make a trading decision based on the balance of someone's account, <laughs> conceivably. So, but we'd love to see more real, real tra uh, data, like you know, some of the stuff from Masari to trade off. And so, would you guys spin up the Oracle uh, yourselves and, and just pull uh, from the Masari API, for instance, or, or whoever the third-party data source would be? Or is the expectation that uh, teams like ours will actually build their own oracles uh, that that will serve um, not just set but you know, a variety of protocols and anyone that wants to pull from I think ideally, I mean, it takes a lot of engineering work to be able to construct the smart contracts and hook that up to, to an API. So it, the, the more we can outsource that uh, aspect, uh, the better. Uh, we spend more time kind of building up the set related protocol and the logic behind how a rebalance happens. So, uh, but if needed, we, if we find enough market demand and no one is working on, uh, you know, hooking together data sources like we would con conceivably do ourselves. We actually consider doing it ourselves for the Bitcoin USD one, but uh, we've been working with Maker. Maker is sufficient. Yeah. Um, what other Oracle services uh, have you guys had started having conversations with or have you, your, your uh, engineers explored? Um, you know, we've, we've heard a lot about Chainlink more recently. Um, obviously, Augur uh, and, and, and the Oracles for those prediction markets uh, are continue to grow in prominence going forward. Um, which do you think are, are going to be the most likely uh, next oracles that you might be able to tap uh, and, and new parameters that you might be able to allow users to um, fiddle with as they create these new baskets of, of assets? Yeah. Um, I mean, for the, for, for the near future, it'll be price data as Maker you know, comes out with multi-cloud die and starts supporting more uh, more assets and thus launch more price speeds. Uh, we have been looking at token curated registries, um, and you know, it's really cool if you can represent uh, you know, market cap data uh, kind of as a TCR, and you can do market cap type of rebalances uh, based on that. Um, Augur is How something. Would that work? Um, so, to do a market cap related uh, rebalance, like we need essentially the total market caps of you know, the top X like tokens. Mm -hmm. And let's say we wanted to do just the top two, Bitcoin and Ether. 
we need to know the total market cap uh, of each of Bitcoin, uh, of the, 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 yeah, the market cap of each of those assets, and you know, what percent it composes of like, the two. And then we, our smart contracts will automatically calculate like what the weightings like should be. Based Where on does that. the TCR come in? Uh, okay, so that rep that data is like represented as a list. Okay. Yeah. So that list, you know, number one rank would be Bitcoin, and you have ideally have data around like the current price, around the current market cap, maybe even volume data would be extremely interesting as a parameter to, to put in. Mm -hmm. uh, you can do stuff like momentum investing, like uh, on a smart contract level, which is fascinating. Uh, and yeah, so that would be kind of, uh, you know, I guess structs within uh, token query registry as a list, and that list can be. The rankings can change like over time, and we read uh, from that list. Yeah, I mean the the, the TCRs that we've studied, and, and, and obviously what we're thinking about this ourselves is, as uh, we try to decentralize the uh, curated list of transparent projects that, that we've been working with. Um, you normally hear of like binary TCRs; you're either on the list or you're off. Mm -hmm. uh, rank ordered would normally just be one, two, three, four, and then five. Uh, not necessarily. Um, Used to sort something like supply or market cap, which is a more dynamic number. Um, so it's interesting to bring that up, but maybe, maybe, maybe something to explore a little further. Um, as you um, uh, as, as you think about the target customer for, for what you guys are building though in the, the coming months, um, where have you guys gained traction right now? Um, it's still early, but I assume that this would be uh, very interesting for fund managers. Um, the one bit of pushback you might get is, are they going to trust the, the underlying system and are they going to trust that they're going to be able to enter and exit at a fair price without too much slippage if they use something like this as a smart contract versus doing all the trading themselves. So how do you think about that and, and, and what type of fees do you, you guys ultimately collect um, for in return uh, for, for executing these contracts? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Individual fund managers like might find a lot of value in automating their portfolio management trading strategies, uh, but we think that where it might get the most traction is maybe the retail consumer, the, the newbie investor who's getting into crypto for the first time. It's our product offering is in a way similar to kind of the wealth fronts or the betterments of the traditional uh, kind of stock world, mm -hmm. and we are providing those tools, uh, you know, to, to everybody. Uh, Decentralized way, and you know, of course, like we would, people wouldn't be you know sending ETH uh, on MetaMask to be get to get access to this. Ideally, they you know, use something more familiar, uh, you know, sending money from their bank account uh, or so to buy you know something like an index product. Um, and you know, we also think that there's a use case for pro traders as well. Uh, you know, there's a number of people who want to dollar cost average into a basket, and they log into Coinbase or some other service like every week to do that. Uh, that can be automated using our smart contracts. Uh, in addition, we can automate some of the like, very sophisticated trading strategies as well. Uh, stuff you know, that people would normally do like by putting numbers into a spreadsheet and then manually kind of buying and selling. So uh, it takes a lot of the headache and the pain away from you know, your own personal portfolio management. And um, you know, we can, we'll have like a leaderboard type of aspect to it mm -hmm. where, you know, We'll see kind of the most popular uh, kind of strategies that people are using, and there's a little bit of social validation and proof when you see that a lot of other people are, are utilizing the strategy, or people that you know that are utilizing it. 
And as of now, the, there's no fees uh, in the protocol, no rebalance fees, no advisory fees. Um, and uh, you know, then the question is, like, how do we generate revenue? <laughs> how do we make money? Uh, conceivably, we can make money kind of uh, using on our user interface by charging a fee on the initial kind of buying transaction when you enter. Uh, but more interestingly, we realize that uh, our protocol can conceivably have one of the largest pools of collateral uh, kind of in Ethereum, and this collateral can be lent out for interest, and that's what uh, you know companies like Robinhood or ETFs like actually do to generate additional interest. Uh, for the end users, or uh, you know, to actually generate revenues for themselves. Mm -hmm. So, and so that's two ways. A third way is potentially uh, gener like kind of monetizing flow. So, if you're able to facilitate you know uh, exchange volume or interest, uh, you know, to certain decentralized exchanges, there's conceivably a way to capture value. Mm -hmm. How much money has been invested in these baskets at this point? Um, so we aren't live yet, or we aren't publicly live yet. We're uh, on mainnet, but just doing a test version. Mm -hmm. We have, we're almost done um, completing our smart contract audits, so okay. it'll be a month or so before we actually kind of go out. So, but there is money on mainnet that that's invested <laughs> and, and, and rebalanced, but it's just your own. And yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, when is the main? When is the full rollout expected? Um, so this weekend at ETH Denver, we've shown people the first iteration of, of, of our, our new product and just getting feedback along the lines of what people are most interested in. Mm -hmm. And once we hone in on that, we'll be productionizing uh, our application and our systems, uh, completing the audits. And that should be within the next month, well, month and a half or so, uh, in which like we'll be going live. Anyone can start interacting uh, with our app and getting a hold of these automatically kind of managed uh, portfolios. Excellent. Well, wish you the best of luck. Uh, thanks for, for joining us for this one. And when you do go live and, and you have your next series of announcements, we can follow up and uh, we'll get a debrief on, on the traction at that point. Awesome. Felix Feng at Set Protocol. Thank you very much. Thanks, Brian. man. Yeah, thanks.